Good Friday evening to you. I am Chris, uh, the host, the creator of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. We're back live in the booth, live with our podcast episodes returning. Um, if you've had a chance uh, on uh, Buzzsprout, wherever pods are casting, which is all of the podcast uh, platforms, you can hear the episode that I made earlier today that basically is uh, notes from the field when life lifes. Um, it's just personal reflections of you know what's been going on in in my life in Wiley's world, uh, if you will, uh, because when we last talked, it was December of 2022, and I was slated to come back after the holiday break. But there were some various transitions in life, and I did not do that. So if you care to and or want to to get a reflection of my thoughts uh, and, and all of those details, sharing from my heart, my mind, and my spirit to you, be sure to check out that episode. And now we're getting ready to talk tonight about Proverbs 425. I have a couple of songs I'm going to play. We're going to pray and then we're going to talk about it. Get ready to share my screen.
Let's pray, shall we? Gracious God, you make all things new. We follow you forward. That is the thought. That is the perspective. That is where our hearts uh, are inclined, attuned, in tune, aligned with this evening. We thank you, oh God, for this day, that we're blessed to see it. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, for your kindness and compassion, for your power, for your sovereignty, for the, the reality that you keep us and sustain us moment to moment, millisecond to millisecond. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for all that you are doing in us, through us, within us, and around us. Help us tonight as we are here tonight discussing moving forward, what it means in a scripture verse and what it means for our lives today. Let your words uh, come forth. Let your revelation, let your wisdom be at the forefront. Front. We thank you so much for all that you're doing. We thank you for being a good, good father. We thank you and just have hearts filled and spirits filled with gratitude for all that you are. Help us to continue to grow in the nature and knowledge of who you are and who you want to be for each and every one of us as we walk forward in our journey of life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How y'all doing today? I am Chris, as I might have told you earlier, host creator of, of Encouraging Your Spirit. It's been a minute since I have made these podcast episodes, so the flow of them might be a little bit different because it's been a while since I've done these. But I trust and believe we're going to get it together. Today, we're looking at Proverbs 425. Might have said to you earlier, before the songs, you know, if you have a chance to, to, to get the text and look with me, great. Uh, or do it later. It's completely up to you. Do you ever find yourself de, uh, defining life before and after the deep heart? You might see me looking down, so I had to get the papers. But the horrific uh, season, a conversation that shocked us, uh, this, the discovery that might have left us speechless, the death that is so unfathomable, we still can't believe that they're gone. Uh, the breakup, the day they walked away, the remark that is branded on our soul and our spirit that rings and, and, and whispers in our ear, or the day that everything changed. As I chat with you, these moments are marked in time. Life before, life now. We, uh, even with great friends, bay and therapy and support groups, we wonder, is it possible to move forward? Is it possible to create a life that is beautiful again? Because me, you, us, we're out here living our lives. Various experiences happen and there are so many lessons. A popular television series often uses the phrase, the carousel never stops turning. The way life has liked on me in my own life, in not just presently, but also in past seasons. I too have been and am in a space where I'm wondering how to move forward. Life can be painful, be it from relational transitions, the grief of a loved one, or loss from a wide array of things. A mentor of mine told me that she believed that the only thing that is constant in life is grief. I still remain undecided if that is true, 
But the lesson that I am continuously learning is that me, you, us, we don't have to be held hostage to the pain or even grief. We can move forward, pressing through our emotions, pressing through our trauma, pressing through our disbelief that the circumstance could and or should have been different. Many times I have had to stand in the mirror, say and remind myself and say, I'm sorry, Chris for what you have lost. And I'm grateful for what we are finding in this present moment in time. The text that we're looking for and looking at, if, if you will, today is, as I've said, Proverbs 425. And this was a text that pretty much came in, in my mind and spirit. There probably could be others that go with moving forward, but this is the one that we're focusing on this evening, which reads, let your eyes look forward, fix your gaze straight ahead. I'll say it again, let your eyes look forward fix your gaze straight ahead. It is said, meaning some commentaries, suggest that to understand the essence of this advice, you have to read verses 25 through 27 together. They shouldn't be separated. So for the purpose of summarization, uh, I'm going to tell you what happened. We have uh, Rehoboam is instructed to let his eyes look right uh, right on and also to let his eyelids look straight before him. The other verses underneath that talk about him being told to ponder the path of his feet and let his ways be established. And finally, in verse 27, Solomon's son is charged to turn not to the right hand nor to the left. He's also told in that verse to remove his foot from evil. Yet feel free to read, you know, these verses for yourself. But it's also important to note the historical background of this text. According to the Jewish encyclopedia, Solomon's wisdom and power were not sufficient to prevent the rebellion of several of his border uh, cities. So Solomon, if you remember a popular biblical character, was known for being wise. He is David's son. If we remember David, we're thinking about Psalms. We're thinking about the fact that, you know, it said that David was a man after God's own heart is something that is said as well. So Rehoboam, Rehoboam, excuse me, I said it wrong, is Solomon's son. And so in this text of Proverbs 4.25, and I read to you and summarized basically 23 and 27, 23 through 27, we find Solomon providing his son instruction. Yet the reason for this instruction is said to be because, like I said, according to the Jewish encyclopedia, or at least the contextually, like the what, where, when, why, and what's happening in the background, is, you know, Solomon's wisdom and power were not sufficient to prevent the rebellion of several of his border cities. Thus, before Solomon died, the unified kingdom of David, uh, Rehoboam's grandfather, had begun to disintegrate, as well as according to, if you remember, Kings 11, 1 through 13, Solomon had broken the mandate of the Torah by marrying foreign wives and being influenced by them, worshiping and building shrines to the Moabite Moabite and Ammonite gods. So the Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart had turned from the Lord God of Israel. Therefore, the Lord said to Solomon, because you have done this and have not kept my commandment, not commandment, not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servant. Nevertheless, I will not do it in your days for the sake of your father, David. 
I will tear it out of the hand of your son. My point in bringing that up because we are not breaking that down and going over that tonight. But I thought about it in terms of historical context when you read a commentary that says, and we call this teachable moment, when it says don't separate a text. Like, why do they say that? What's going on? It's always important to know who's talking, what's happening. You know, how will we, could you take it out and, and apply a verse to your everyday life? And I'm finding in the whole experience of teaching, you know, sometimes, yes, you you can definitely take the scripture or take the verse and talk about how it's applicable to your everyday life. Why is that important? That's important because you're trying to figure out, well, how would you use it? How could it possibly be applied? It is open to interpretation. And tonight you're hearing Wiley's interpretation. So. As I said, Solomon is providing instruction for his son. It's possible that this instruction is based on the lived experience of all that context that I'm saying. And I bring that up because sometimes what you read with different verses, not just this one, but this is one that comes up that we read about Proverbs 425. And if you even think about 26 and 27. You know, sometimes the uh, people might break down the scripture and align it with morality, right and wrong, the importance of staying on a straight path. I disagree with that perspective and that practice because life is is not always a, a path of, 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 of a straight shot. No matter the circumstance and the choices that before you, it is multifaceted. Uh, I often believe that it is not necessarily yes or no or black and white. It could be all the colors. I would say gray, but I think it's a little bit deeper than that. It always depends on the context. It always depends on a lot of things. So you'd have to use all those those uh, things in order to answer the question or in order to think about that. And I don't think that when we think about and have discussions about the Bible, verses or the Bible, we don't talk about it in a way that critically examines what's being said and what was happening beforehand to cause this this situation or what could this have been for. And hey, I'm even open to the interpretation and the reality that someone could hear this and go, I think something else. Cool. That's fine. But tonight we're just talking about the perspective that I'm seeing as I look through this scripture. Okay, and what's this applicability to our everyday life? Because that's the purpose of encouraging your spirit is to educate, to encourage, and, and to empower people using songs, song lyrics, scripture, storytelling, personal reflection. So, back to the lesson. So, if we think about this text and what it means uh, conceptually, meaning moving forward. Uh, that means we're focusing on the attitude of the heart, the focus of the eye and the direction of the feet. Perspective is key, no matter the situation. More than one thing can be true at the same time and both things do not have to be mutually uh, exclusive. Life, as I said, can be painful uh, from a multitude of experiences. The lesson that I continuously learn is that we don't have to be held hostage to pain or even to grief. We can move forward with and within it, pressing through our buried emotions, trauma, doubt, disbelief, or that it could have been another way. So I said that again because I want you to think about moving forward, thinking of it this way. The Holy Spirit searches the depth of God in order to reveal to me, you, us, how to see, how to think and and speak. So think about it in the spirit or speak in general. So the natural mind 
with its reliance on logic, reason, and rationale, sometimes struggles or finds a challenge uh, with the language of trust or walking by faith or walking of faith because logic requires information. Trust requires a promise. Logic says, I want to know how this will work out and I'm not moving until I know it. I think about this in terms of different experiences that I've had in my own personal life and thinking, you know, I really want to know how something is going to work out. And sometimes the information, a lot of times, if I'm being real, the information, the complete detail of how things were going to work out was not available. It just, it, it, it wasn't, but you still had to move forward. When I think about this in a, in a real example, uh, 2013 in uh, February, I found out and, and got got accepted of the position that I'm now in here in Illinois. Uh, I accepted the position. We talked about a moving date. They provided some logistics and some levels of support, but the how of getting to you know Illinois was completely left up to me and my significant other. It was left up to us. The how you gonna get here? That that wasn't there, or even what life would be like here. You, there was no way to know that, even just hearing them talk about the job when I was in the interview. It, 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 there's no way to know that. And that's just like a practical example. There's a lot of things that you can think of when you're going on a trip and you're planning out you know, the things you're going to do and the places that you're going to stay and what it is. Those are plans. Those are ideas. But you really have no idea until you actually get in the car, get on the plane, or however you, you're traveling there, you, you don't know how it's going to work out until you actually leave your house or leave where you are and begin to move forward. Just 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 providing everyday context, like how they work in real life. These are examples. The same things are true when we're thinking about, you know, faith. And and that's, you know, so basically we're talking about to take a leap of faith, to move forward to take a step of faith that's why the bible says trust in the lord with all your mind your heart and lean not unto your own understanding why does it say that what does that mean that's because logic reason rationale can sometimes get in the way of trust and faith i'm never saying to you that logic rationale and reason are, are tools that you should never use come in that's not what i'm saying i'm saying sometimes though they, they, I'm saying they can be helpful up to a certain point, but there are some times where they impose many limitations. And how do we say that? Because more than one thing can be true at the same time, but two things do not have to be mutually exclusive. That's an example of that. We're just trying to teach you tonight. That's what we're doing here, teaching. Critically think, critically examine. Where does it come from? What's happening? That's what we're about here at Encouraging Your Spirit. We need to live by faith. We need to, to, to walk, to trust, to see what God is saying. And we need the wisdom of how to walk down the road as things unfold. Wisdom will get us down the road. Logic will sometimes have us wait on the bus, waiting for it to make sense. Trust doesn't require it to make sense. Trust requires a promise. So what does that mean in our everyday life? Because I've told you a lot of things. What I know for certain 
is that when we think of moving forward and we're actually moving, the only comfort that I find in my own life is planting my feet in solid soil and focusing my spirit on the faithfulness of God, the faithfulness of Abba to hold me, walk with me, sustain me moment to moment. Perhaps that is why the elders saying, tis so sweet to trust in Jesus and take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise and know thus saith the Lord, Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I proved him over and over. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. That's just an example of what came to my mind in terms of when we're talking about trust, when we're talking about walking by faith, when we're talking about the seasons of love, life, whether it's a horrific season, whether it's a loss, whether it's some level of, of circumstance that happens because the reality is life is, is filled with a wide array of lived experiences that bring us a wide array of emotions and a wide array of, of lessons to learn in this journey. And the space that I find myself in is often looking for grounding and anchoring that does not solely focus on logic and reasoning as a teacher, as a information science scholar in, tri in, in training, as a librarian with 14 years of experience. I do know and understand the, the, the space and place that logic, uh, reasoning and rationale have counting the cost and thinking about things and making detailed plans. True. Yet it is also true that sometimes those things don't provide comfort in the journey, in the moving forward, because all of those details have not unfolded. And they only unfold when we move forward walking in wisdom, walking by faith, trusting Abba, because spirit provides light, comfort strength, help, support for the path that me, you, us are on. And just as I'm certain that spirit is and God is doing that within my daily life, I am certain and confident that spirit does the same for you, wherever you may find yourself. Because as I chat with you tonight, I have no idea what you may face it. I pray that all is well and all continues to be well and that something that I've said this evening or shared touches your heart, your mind, and spirit. That's all I have, have for you tonight. We're moving forward. Trusting. Peace and love to you. I hope you have a great uh, rest of your weekend, a great rest of your night. You can always reach out to the podcast, Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. These podcast episodes will uh, be two episodes a month. If, if time permits and things happen, you might get more than that, but you definitely will get two episodes a month. There is already a uh, um, uh, episode out that's notes from the field. Uh, when life lives, that's my personal reflection um, message uh, for today. Sometimes you'll find notes from the field because I believe life gives us lessons. And these are the lessons that I learn as I'm living my life. And I really do believe that it's important to use your story, to use your voice, to use your life, to be a lesson. And not because I feel like I know everything, because I feel like, you know, there are other people 
out here in life that might feel alone, that might feel unseen, that might feel unheard, unheard. And I'm here to say, hey, you know, I'm over here too. This is what I'm experiencing. This is this is the lessons that I learned. May it be something of, of use, something of help, something of aid, something of support, some form of comfort, some form of strength for you. That's my purpose. It's never above you. It's never better than you. I love you. And there's nothing that you can do past or present that will ever change that. I thank you for uh, taking your time out your day to hear this message, any part of it, whether you heard all of it or, or just part of it. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's close with a word of prayer. Gracious God, we thank you for the lessons, the scriptures, the words, the, the, the things that you're trying to teach us. Help us open our ears, enlighten our hearts so we might hear what it is that you desire for us to hear. Help us to continue to grow in the nature and knowledge of who you are. Help us use these words to minister to our heart, to minister to our mind and spirit and help us go on our journey in life and learn the lessons. Those that have experienced loss, whatever it may be, comfort them. Provide strength for them. Provide your loving arms and faithfulness and, and, and kindness and compassion around them to sustain and keep them moment to moment and millisecond to millisecond. Help us be love, light, and grace to all that we meet. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening. I hope what I said tonight makes sense. Uh, I hope it touched your spirit. I hope it encouraged you. I hope it educated you. I hope it empowered you. You be blessed. Have a great week. See you next time. Peace.